Please leave your message. Hi there. My name is Jessica. I've just finished my checkup with my maternal child health nurse. She referred my son Jack to speech therapy at your centre. I've managed to book an initial speech session with your centre, but I've never heard of speech therapy before and I didn't know this service even existed. I'm a bit concerned about what this means for my child. Does this mean my child needs therapy to learn how to talk? I guess um, I'm not really sure what to expect for the first appointment. Could you please let me know what I need to do to prepare? Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today we have Livia and Betty uh, from Speech Pathology in the Chad team. What you found is that you have a backlist, is that right, of clients? Yes, we have a waiting list uh, yeah. of clients who are trying to receive an assessment for speech therapy. We've got here a collated list of the most frequently asked questions. Mm. I think there's nine. Think it's so. a very specific yeah. number. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got <laughs> nine frequently asked questions that people ask before their first appointment with you as a speech pathologist. And I thought we would run through them in a kind of rapid fire Q&A format. What do you yeah. say? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, yeah, yeah, sounds great. All right, so I'll be role playing. I'm not a parent, but I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to be yeah. the parent in this situation. I'll just go back to my grade ten high school drama. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, tune into that. So, question number one: My kid, he has some unusual ways, habits with his speaking. Some of my friends with kids also have unusual speech patterns. But how do I know when I need to actually see a speech therapist? Um, great question. So sometimes um, if your child is already being seen at kindergarten or childcare, the educator might recognise that and may make a referral on your behalf um, or otherwise referrals from other sources as well, like a maternal child health nurse um, when they do their checkup. If you have concerns about your child having problems being understood by people, that's, um, you know, that's having a functional impact on your daily conversations with your child that's when you should see a speech pathologist too. Um, And in some situation, maybe you just have some concerns about your child's language development and you don't know what to do. So you can actually just refer yourself by calling our team or by calling any uh, speech pathology clinics, by going to Speech Pathology Australia website, um, and then you can find a speech pathologist near where you live mm. um so yeah you don't normally need a formal referral to see one and um and speech pathologists also see kiddos who have difficulties understanding what people say so not just about how they talk or um you know how they put their words together but if your child is finding it hard to follow instructions or following routines in the day or is um expressing frustration because he can't be understood by others or having problems with voice. That's another area that we work on as well. And some people may not also know, but um, feeding is another area that speech pathologists work on. What's that? Feeding. Feeding? Yeah, and swallowing. So oh. if, yeah, so anything, in uni we talked about anything from the neck, from the shoulders up. Ah. So like kind of, um, you know, how the child swallows their food if they're finding it hard to, um, you know, take in solids or um, drinks then that's something we work with as well. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we also help children with social difficulties. So if you find your child does not have any friends, 
or normally does not interact with other children in、mm. the playgroup, you can also come to see us and just to check on their social communication skills.、Um, just one thing to add, I think another situation might be if you are not really too sure whether your child is ready for school next year. And you want to check if their language is actually developing and adequate enough for them to attend school.、Mm. That's another reason some parents might come to see a speech pathologist. Yes, absolutely.、Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, do I need to bring anything for the session? You can bring、um, any previous reports that you have from other health professionals. But,、um, for example, like an audiologist, if your child has had, you know, difficulties with hearing or、um, middle ear infections, those kinds of anything hearing related,、um, you can bring any relevant tests or reports as well from、mm-hmm. other disciplines.、Um, but you won't really need to bring anything else. We'll have most of the information already from the referral source. Yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.、Um, but if your child is a little bit shy, and you find sometimes it might take them a long time to warm up in a new environment,、mm. maybe just bring one or two toys. Yeah,、uh, that、yep. they like. So、um, when they come in, they can play with their familiar toys, and that might be a bit helpful for them to start talking or playing around. Yes. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Sometimes、um, having that familiarity can help them warm up to you as well in、yeah, yeah. their home setting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is it a long session? How long is the assessment? Normally, it takes fifty、um, to sixty minutes.、Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes assessment、uh, might take two sessions. The reason we are trying to keep it、um, within fifty to sixty minutes is because. Um, children's attention normally is quite short. We don't want to keep it too long,、um, and then they might lose their interest or attention.、Mm-hmm. Um, and there are lots of things to involve in the assessment session, and we may also spend some time asking parents some questions. Yes. So that's why it's normally taking more than one session to do the whole assessment. Yep, that's right. And we do give the child breaks, so it's not just go 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 for fifty minutes.、Mm-hmm. Um, so it does involve some play basis. So, and we might talk about that later if a question pops up about that.、Mm. Yeah. Do the children just sit there and answer a series of questions to test their knowledge? Right. No, that does not happen necessarily.、Um, so usually, what will happen, as Livia was talking about before, we will start with something like a case history. So we talk with the parents about what their concerns are. Um, and then get a little bit of a medical history, build up, you know, what、um, the child is struggling with and what they've tried in the past,、um, and then after that we'll do a play-based assessment. So what that involves is taking out some toys, seeing how the child interacts with us,、um, and how they use their words. Or if, let's say the, the parent is having concerns about, oh, my child isn't having many words yet, but he's two.、Um, So then we'll see how overall the child is doing with their language、um, and social communication and play skills development as well.、Mm. Yeah.、Um, so there are so many things to assess、yes. um, in the session, and on top of that, what we might do after the session is calling the kinder teacher or the school、mm. teacher if. We haven't got much information about how they interact with other children. The tests, though, sometimes we may have to do what's called a formal assessment. 
Um, so that one will give us scores. So we do need to ask the child to answer questions or label pictures or um so yeah i yeah. understand so yeah. will these tests tell me how smart my child is no they do not um we we do not assess intelligence or um, iq or any of those components is yeah. it a vocabulary test at all uh sometimes yeah. so like sometimes we do want to know like how many words does a child have in their vocabulary and in their repertoire so sometimes depending on the needs then we may have a look at how wide the vocabulary is. With uh, most of the preschool children, we might do this during uh, by playing with them because um, that's when they feel most comfortable in communicating and expressing mm. themselves. Yeah. And yeah. vocabulary is a really um, important part of their language skills. So, mm. um, yeah looking at what kind of words they're using and even how they actually produce the sound in mm. the word level or yeah. in the sentence level will also give us a good idea of how their speech and language skills are. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What happens after the assessment with my child? After gathering all the information, we would uh, write a short report and based on what we have found out, we might put some recommendations um, at the end of the report. And then we would have another session talking about what we have found out from the assessment and what to go from there. Sometimes we might refer the client to a pediatrician or other health professionals if we are suspecting there might be some underlying issues going on that has been impacting their language development. Or we might find the child's language is developing okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we might just give parents some fun activities to incorporate during their daily mm. living so yeah. they can continue to support their children's language development. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that about covers it. Yeah, And of course we put them then on the waiting list to receive some therapy if they need um, blocks of therapy. Um, but yeah, personally, I always try to give the parents at least one or two strategies that they can work on in the week. We check in when their therapy becomes available again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And after the session, do you give me a list of words to practice with my child? Not usually in the first session. So the general strategies in the first session will be quite broad. For example, like spending 15 to 30 minutes of playtime, you might have an area to work on. So let's say the child I've identified is struggling with their um, nouns, so labelling things or objects. I might say you might start by you know, playing and labelling different types of things when you play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's not necessarily a list of words uh -huh. at all. Yeah. 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 I think some parents, they might want something very tangible to work with when they go home. Mm -hmm. uh, and if the child would benefit from learning some new words because their vocabulary knowledge is not really good, we might give them some suggestions in choosing some words to target during e uh, for each week so they can, at least they can see some quite tangible for them to see the progress. Uh, yeah, but yeah. as Betty said, we don't normally do that, like mm. just to give a list of words yeah. because each child have a different routine each day and yeah. what type of words they use for individualised based on their living environment. Yeah, yeah. 
I think for younger children, though, like we could give out some parent handouts as well about what you should be expecting. So we talked about this last time, so milestones. Um, so, for example, you want your child to be able to say 50 words by around age two. Um, so we might give a list of some like starter words like, you know, ball, go, me, want, those mm. kinds of words. So so the parent can model those words at home. Mm. Yeah. And um, how mm. much is this, is speech therapy, how much will it cost for the session? Speech therapy here is free if you're going oh. under community health. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so you get... Um, we're currently working either like a block of four sessions per term mm. or you can choose to do eight sessions per term, but then that means you have term on, term off. So, Just out yeah. of curiosity, yeah. how much is it usually when it's not free? So if you go to a private clinic, um, normally it might cost you 150 to $200 mm. yeah. per session. 50 minutes is the client facing time. Um, the other thing, sorry, just also after the session, we also write up a goal-directed care plan as mm. well. So that when we talk with the parents about what their hopes are for their child um, and then we will outline some actions that both the family and the therapist are responsible for, for doing. Um, and then we always check in with the parent to see um, once therapy starts, like how, how we've met the goals and how we can progress from there. I think every, every three months, it depends on the family, I think just how long their goals will take or like how long or short term the goals are. Aim to be really achievable so that, you know, parents can always feel like on top of it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we want to keep parents feeling empowered to, to keep doing the therapy at home because they're the agents of therapy because yeah. um, they only see us for 50 minutes a week, like sometimes less um, That's right. if you're doing a yeah. fortnightly session. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the parents are the real people of change. Yeah. That's so, right. Yeah. yeah. And we always say uh, we are the expert in doing the speech therapy, but the parents are the experts in teaching their children because they are the ones who spend most of the time with their children each day. All right. Well, thank you for answering my questions and I'll bring in my son, Archie, to see you <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> thank you for the questions. Thank you. Really good chat. Um, yeah, I hope, every, hope everyone learns a little something about what it's like to do a speech assessment for the first time. Yes. And if you have any questions, you can call us or you can contact us. Yeah, I'm breaking character now, but thank yeah. you for, um, for, for that helpful FAQ session. Um, your advice for people out there is to give us a call. Yeah, yeah, like don't be hesitant if you, you know, it's always better to be a bit on the cautious side, better to see professional help earlier than later. So mm. yeah, give us a call if, you, if you're worried at all about your child's communication. Yeah, yeah because it's, um, it's free. It is free, yes. Yeah, yeah. For nothing it's, to lose. Yeah. It's great. And your child gets a fun play session out of it. So hopefully. Fun play so, session. Yeah. 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 We got loads of different toys for them to play. So yeah. the most important thing is that they enjoy coming here and play. Mm -hmm. And then we can do something to help. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Agree. So I hope that answered some of your questions. If this is your first appointment for a speech pathologist, thanks Betty and Livia for answering those questions. And if you have any further questions, just contact us on uh, at NRCH on 94189800. That's all for today. Thanks for listening and see you next time.